Greetings. Welcome to Karen Hope's 15 Minutes of Solid Inspiration, Episode 84. Giving all honor and glory to God from whom all our help comes from. I have a question right off the bat, y'all. A question right off the bat. Have you taken time to just breathe this morning? Just breathe. You know, just to be. Did you um, take the time to really stop and realize you have blessed, been blessed with another day? You know, and really just forget about another day. Like we've got another moment to live and breathe. Okay. And let me go deeper than that. When we say live and breathe, I mean, you know, I'm saying living and breathing, but I mean, do we actually appreciate every present moment right now, our present moment and breathe in appreciation and gratitude and breathe out positivity? Are we doing that? Is it the kind of breathing that just gives us a little tingle, you know, like, oh, God, thank you. You know, it almost makes us cry. Like sometimes we do cry. I mean, I did this morning. I had a realization like, oh, my God, I was uh, looking at uh, listening to some news on YouTube and we marked a certain amount of people, like a lot of people with the death of you know COVID. And I'm like, oh my God. And I just really had to like, I got a tingle. Like I haven't lost anyone in my family. I've got a pretty big family. I've got family that lost family. But what I'm saying is just directly like my family. God. So I had to call in angels and ancestors and ask God to continue. And it made me cry, you know. But, you know, I made the most of using that, that opportunity, that opportunity, that tingle, that feeling I had. That was an opportunity to pray. And I jumped right on it. See, I had to jump out of my comfort zone because sometimes it's hard to think about those things. There are people dying all around us, dropping like flies, like flies. And I don't want to think about that. I had to step outside my comfort zone and actually see my daughters, see my mother and father, my brothers and sisters and the, and the man I love because I love someone in a casket because of COVID. Uh-uh. And it brought me such a, an appreciation. I had to cry. You know, and, and doing being able to do those things it brings us out of those comfort zones. I say comfort zone because it's it's really, and I'm going to talk about it. Misery is a comfort zone. It's something, it's crazy, but it is. And moving out of that and moving out of it permanently is for our good. You know, how much good was that comfort zone really doing us? Anyway, what kind of good was it doing? You know, more than likely like that misery, like the embarrassment or shame or guilt or feeling defeated or self-worry or self-doubt, self-worry. Is this self-worry a word? Well, self-doubt, it's negative energy. It's negative energy in the first place, you know? And, you know, if we need to move out of that so we can, we can have some growth because there's always the element of growth. It's always the element of growth. That's what we're trying to do. We're supposed to grow every day, every day. Even if we're doing very well, Like, you know, even if we're feeling good, we're exercising and we're feeling good and drinking water, you know, instead of wine every once in a while. (laughs) 
I laugh about that because y'all, I like a good glass of wine, good glass of red wine, you know, Cabernet Sauvignon, every once in a while, you know, it's a big glass too. <laughs> Uh, but we need to be able to grow every day, you know, grow every day from those things that are holding us back. I'm not saying that wine holds us back. It's just, you know, I just had to make a little joke. So, so remember in the last episode, well, it does hold us back if we're drinking a whole bottle a day, but we're not going to go there. We don't want to do that, but we're going to say that the things that we like, it's okay to do those things in moderation. It really is. It's like life is supposed to be enjoyable. We're supposed to love this life. We're supposed to love a glass of wine. We're supposed to love some good loving, you know, as long as it's healthy, good bond, some, nothing that's bringing us, um, misery. We're supposed to love like, you know, sometimes we like a good scary movie or a roller coaster ride. Those things that are, you know, like the thrill is like, um, considered like like a bad thing but really that thrill is not a bad thing we're living we're living it's okay to live but you know how we approach life is what it's all about did we take the time to breathe it in and say thank you for all of it right and so we change we vibed a little yesterday about changing our perspective about those things y'all i'm gonna keep my eye on the timer today because ooh, that's all um we uh, changed our, we talked about changing our perspective. See, that's why I don't look at the timer. I get thrown off, but I'm going to do that today because we went almost 30 minutes yesterday. Um, we need to change those negative perspectives about ourselves so we can directly see um, a positive change in the world around us. That's the only way we'll see it. Positive starts, positive changes starts the, what's around us. The positive changes starts within us, every single one of us. In this episode, we're going to stick to that topic. We're going to stick to it. And more than likely, there'll be a part three tomorrow because I can feel this. I can feel this. I know it. I know that I'm going to start talking. Okay, so we have been talking about the baby steps that um, we take every day to just inch our way forward to what God has for our lives in our in our lives, a promising future lately. But lately, I've been talking about those baby steps that are for some are giant leaps of faith for others, giant, giant. And I think that we're going to continue that today, that discussion about the giant leaps, what it does, what it feels like, what we need to do. Like, because have you ever felt that way? I have. Have you ever been stuck? You know, hi, my name is Karen Hope and I'm raising my hand. Oh my God. I swear, y'all, I think this is a condition. Like, I don't even know. Let me know. Like, comment or something. Like, send me an email. Tell me if this is a condition because I'm always imitating voices of people that I don't know. No one that I know talks like that. I mean, someone probably does, though. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh my God. Oh my God, I need coffee. I need more coffee. But let's keep going. With all my silliness included, you know, if it wants to ride along, come on, silly. You know, okay. So, have you ever um, felt kind of stuck, you know? You know, that frozen feeling. Now, let's visualize. We're going to visualize a little bit today, okay? You hate your job with all your might, right? Listen, this is you. This is you. It's been me before. You know, my eyes keep me from working right now, but I'm going to get back on that on that horse pretty soon. You know, you hate your job. I'm not going to get get to hating my job. Not that, but just listen, listen, let's not get distracted. 
<laughs> you hate your job with all your might, right? You go to sleep dreading your next work day. You know, and that was the first spark to fire off a whole bunch of negative energy before that day even came, you know, because misery bleeds over into our future to misery. I visualize this to misery. Future is not an illusion. Like it, it, it chooses to embrace it. Don't leave this space. It chooses to embrace it and it meets us in our, in our future. Right. As soon as we open our eyes to a new day. You know, the, the purpose of a new day is to bring a new energy. But no, if we go to bed miserable, we wake up miserable, you know, right? Brand new is the is the purpose of a new day, but we don't go there, right? Um, and it doesn't matter. It could be like we can um, be in a bad space a year ago or a minute ago or five minutes ago. It doesn't matter the minute. It doesn't matter the moment because it doesn't matter the duration of time. When we have the opportunity at that moment is when we need to act and feel and be and do better. We need to do better than to think positive, negatively, right? Like stay there, stay there. Don't leave this space. Billie Holiday sings a song that I love, but it's one of the most depressing songs that I know. Here we go. See yourself here. It's called Good Morning Heartache. I love it. You know, look it up on YouTube later on. I used to love this song for a very long time because I was relating to every word. I was living every word. Hand to the sky. I was so sad, you know. But what I was doing all along back then is what I'm practically begging you, begging you never to do in your life or never do again if you've done it before. And that's hide your sadness. Stay in this space. Don't leave what I'm saying right now, please. Never cry on the inside, okay? I am the master. And if your eyes are closed, I guess we can open them now. But keep them closed if you want to. Sometimes we can hear better when we close our eyes because we can go inside and see ourselves. You know, it took it took a long time to be the master of that, to cry on the inside. This is me. I'm talking about me. But am I talking about you? If I am, come on, ride with me. Like, vibe with me right now. I think we hold on to these things because we did work so hard at it. We don't let go of things we work hard at. We have those relationships that fail, but we work so hard at it. And we don't want to let it go because we say, I put all my time and energy into that. So, so what? You know, particularly the things we master that are bad for us. So what? Let it go. Really quickly, I need to say... Um, when we come to this point of realization about ourselves, we need to be gentle and patient and fair with ourselves though. You know, we can't be harsh when we realize this is what we've been doing because, you know, it takes just as long as to unlearn what we mastered. It takes that long to unlearn, master that, to master unlearning takes a long time too. And we have to be patient. Unlearning those things that did not and will not ever serve our higher, higher purpose, it takes mastering to let that go, to let them go. It's not a willy-nilly process. And we know what it is. We know what those things are because it brings us down and lets us down. It dims our shine, right? It causes us to operate from a place of stubbornness and being guarded, very guarded, very guarded. 
We all do that. We all do that instead of mastering being positive. We do it because it's easy. It's so easy. So easy. Vibing low is easy because we don't face ourselves. Face ourse- facing ourselves is the hardest thing to do in life. So hard to do. That's me all over again. That's me. There goes that voice. There goes my silly. But hey, it works. And it, it works for me. It serves the purpose for me to get a grip on some things. Sometimes I may have to be silly. Sometimes I may have to hear myself be silly. Hear how silly I'm being. You know, and I was like that. Not I was guarded. I was so guarded. And that was me most of my adult life. But check this out, y'all. I was so, so happy on the outside. So happy. Chipper. Chipper telling jokes, you know life of the party, but I was sobbing on the inside, bad, not even crying, but sobbing. And it caused a false sense of logic and reality. But when we do that, it's a defense mechanism. We're trying to cope with what we're not doing. We're not vibing. We're not connected to our true selves. Therefore, we are disconnected from God. And we have to make up these defense mechanisms when he is it, when we could be, we could be doing okay. We make stuff up. It was like that for me. So, but I'm sure you can relate. Why? Because we're reflections of each other. We're reflections of each other, period. I would get myself in a mood and convince myself it was all me against the world, like Tupac, which made me trust no one at, at all, at all, which in turn made me a person that was not approachable, not even trustable. Really, I couldn't be trusted. You want to, you know what? I got to be real about this. If I'm calling some of my best friend, if they're calling me their best friend, but they don't trust me and I don't trust them at all, that's that's bringing some shady energy into our lives and around us, period. When I was married, here's some more transparency. I really never believed my husband loved me. I never believed it, still don't believe it. I mean, he told me he didn't for one, but I mean, he didn't have to tell me that. I didn't have to be let down by those words. I already knew I didn't have to be wounded by that. I didn't have to. That energy was created by a vibe that started with me. You know, and I was doing and I was doing all the outwardly loving that I could do, like some say to a fault. But he showed me everything opposite that that a loving husband, a protective husband, a um, you know, someone who loved God more than he loved me. Uh, uh, never happened. Loved himself. Never happened. Um And I believe that was for me. And I cherish that because that's what I do. I cherish and deeply, I cherish, deeply cherish the things that I consider mine. I do. I, man, talk about some deep. I do. I love and adore it. Even more of a fact, I didn't care if it was hurting me because I cherished it. And I should have been cherishing my own. I should have been cherishing myself. Nurturing myself, was taking away from myself, giving to something that wasn't even, wasn't even good. I had to change my perspective though, to understand this about myself and not, not hate myself for it and forgive myself for it. Just change it. Just change it by doing something different. You know, changing our negative perspective about ourselves takes tackling the source of negativity in our head by understanding the people in our lives are only a reflection of the people we believe we are. If we believe we are a victim, we're a victim. If we're alone, we feel alone, we're alone. We feel guarded, we're guarded. Smarter than the average bear. Um, 
then, you know, that makes us make the poorest decisions we can ever make in our lives, you know, um, because we don't keep our, ourselves encouraged for one and we're not praying for two, but, and that's how we stay in courage is by praying. If we're thinking we're so smart, we're not even going in prayer. And when we do, we're not even thinking it's, it's effective because we're looking for something that we think should be. You know what I mean? We're thinking that God's denial is what what it really is, like a denial. But, you know, it's protection and rejection and his rejection, you know, and weight, his weight. You know, it's because I it's yes, because I have something better for you. You know, you know, do a little bit more work. You know, I'm God. Just do a little bit more work. I got you. You know, that is what it is. And believe me. All of those things he does for us is yes, yes, yes. There's no no when it comes to God. We messed up in our own minds when we try to give God a mind like ours. You know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, I asked God for a loving husband. Now here, I'm going to go to me. But I, I thought I didn't get one. Well, yes, I did. I just haven't come to that bridge yet. Now, how can I cross bridges that I haven't even reached yet? I haven't even reached bridges cross bridges in myself yet to get to that point outside myself. You know, I had to go through one. Yeah. So what? Some might have to go through six or seven. That kind of stuff happens. I mean, you know, they call it, some people call it seasons. Some people call it karmic cycles. You know, it's just life. It's a process called life. It has different names, but applies to men and wives too. And, you know, and we need to learn lessons. We need to learn those lessons. We need to learn our true selves during these lessons. We need to know. We need to get wisdom. We need to gain this wisdom, this strength, this courage, this energy, all the good stuff included. We have, you know, we have to go through these personalized processes, like our life for personal, personalized, like um, personalized prayers to be answered. And it's always a yes. And it's all, um, all about what we co-create with God's yes. We have to know it's a yes so we can co-create. I say God's yes. And I mean, you know, his highest, supreme, spiritually divine yes. Spiritually divine yes. Because trying to match our kind of natural worldly yes, is it's driven by pain. That pain is driven by a yes. That's not of God. God is not pain. God is not those negative things. So man, look, that's why we need to let go of these big old egos, these inflated egos. You know, we have a duty to keep a lid on that. You know, that's why God reminds us. His word reminds us about those fallen ones. You know, the ones that fell from heaven, you know, he made us in his his image. He gives us power because he he lives in us. According to the word of God, um, we're made from his spit. We're made from his spit and dirt that he made. Sounds nasty to some, but sounds like I'm part of God to me. It sounds like I am part of God. To me, you want to check someone's DNA, you swab their saliva from their mouth. That's all. Let's keep going. You know what? Um, I'm going to keep an eye on these uh, this time. We've already run. Let me see. We've already run over four minutes. Oh, gosh, I'm already in, and I'm already writing notes, too, and I'm writing bullet points. We just we're going to go on with this tomorrow. But um Let's, let's just, let's, might be five more minutes. Let's, let's let, let's start with letting people know um, about the real us. When we don't let the know, let people know the real us, that's where our problems start. We are not smarter than the average bear yogi (laughs) because I was feeling stuck and useless, afraid and freaking confused, embarrassed, guilty, angry, really angry, depressed. And no one knew 
how much I was feeling depressed, you know? Yeah. And I believe that we are reflections of each other. So I know now um, they were probably completely stuck to the people that were around me were completely stuck to. I mean, for real, they didn't even know. They couldn't even know that I was in a bad place. They're probably shocked to hear that now now, because I hide it well. But if they did know, you know, if they did know and didn't reach out to me or talk to me. I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about any of that because my new perspective is um, that I can't worry about anyone else's life or what they do or their actions. I have to worry specifically about my actions. And that is that, that I need to heal. And that starts with healing my mindset of thinking that um, there isn't too much to heal. You know, that there, there's so much more that has to, to heal. And I'm not in this by myself. You know, it's not me against the world. It's me and God against the world. I got God on my side. And you know what? And I don't have much drama in my life. And that, and that I think that's because that's another reason why I think that I don't have much to heal. But it never means, lack of drama doesn't mean that we don't have a lot to heal. It just means this. That uh, I don't want to get to know anybody. I keep people away. I block myself. I guard myself. And I don't get to build beautiful and lasting relationships. I block myself from that. Being so, like, not trusting people. Not trusting God. Not trusting who he was bringing in my life. That means that I will continue to attract emotionally unavailable people until I change my perspective. I get what I am. And that is emotionally, for a long time, emotionally unavailable because I, I I was hiding my true self. And that, that fact helps me remember when we are hurting, we worry about the wrong thing. We focus on the source of our hurt um, and it becomes our only truth in our lives. It becomes our only truth. And, um, you know, not one time can we consider... We don't consider, this is all of us, we all do this. All of our misfortunes, our bad times, our bad feelings, our difficult circumstances, and plain old bull crap starts with our bad attitude. And that starts with negative perceptions, perspectives, and perceptions about ourselves. Those words are easy to get confused and, and they pretty much mean the same thing like how I'm talking right now. But being stuck starts and ends with us being... Um, a victim and playing the, the blame game, you know, yeah, it's easier to choose better. It's easier to choose the blame game because, um, it supports us wanting to be better. It's just easier. It's just easier, right? We think it is, but that's wrong. It's wrong to think that way. It takes more energy to get up from those falls when we're weak, when we're, when, you know, we fall so deep in that feeling, um, the only thing we can do is raise our vibe and to get up or we'll be right there, stuck right there until we do get up. I mean, right there, flat on our back, face, face in the dirt, leaned up against the wall we built. And it's a, a wall of fear and anxiety and worry and stress. And we build that. We build it with our own hands, brick by brick. Instead of being over there in a corner somewhere, tilling some of that crap like that we have like compost and growing with some well-fertilized a garden, beautiful with beautiful flowers and blooms and bushes and trees and all those things beautiful that help our air. It helps our air. Talk about some beautiful blooms and clean air. And a beautiful scene to look at. 
you know, and there's no wall to block our view. We're the builders, we're the tillers, we're the visionaries. This is something else I want to quickly say. Here we go. You are not completely useless. And I promise I'm going to tie this up until tomorrow. Everything about you is valuable. I'm going to end this episode with this visualization, but please tune in tomorrow for part two. Now, this is you. You work for a pretty straightforward and brilliant boss, right? You're blessed with that. They've worked very hard to be where they are. And their name brings you respect from others when you mention you are part of their their team, okay? Here's where the encouragement is going to come in about you. Because we all need to embrace this about ourselves. Yes, being part of that company, working under that name, being a part of that power does not define nor make you. It does not. You make you. You make you. You are valuable standing all alone. Here's a clearer picture. Imagine me, okay? Imagine with me, okay? Close your eyes. Close your eyes. That boss just threw you on some... Do you add some numbers, numbers that you calculated and you put on his desk the week before because of an email he got while he slept and you were still working on the things that you were working on the week before you're working on a PowerPoint presentation, setting up the conference room. I, I can feel this. I can visualize this when I used to work out there. I used to work for members of Congress and this is hard for me, hard for me. <laughs> um, Scheduling times by calling different offices and 10 different clients and three different time zones, you know, arranging traveling, uh, travel and accommodations, you know, um, reimbursements, lunch, dinners, everything involves setting up a very critical meeting that would cost $30,000 to get arranged, you know, for your boss to make millions and you to make a Christmas bonus. You still have to work during Christmas time during the skeleton crew, you know. Keep with the visualization, okay? Stick with me. Everything is set up, but there's an emergency that is more important that you have to tend to. And you leave, but you feel very good and carefree because you have, one, you've done your best work. You can leave it. You've done your best work. And as you're on your plane, all hell all hell breaks loose because you don't even know that hell is broken loose in your office. The system goes down. The tip didn't show up. The phones are ringing. The boss didn't calculate the numbers himself. So you can't even go to the email because the system is down to find what it was that he was supposed to do. He can't remember who sent it or exactly what it said and everything is falling apart. Why? Because you, because what you bring, what you do, what you offer, it wasn't there. Now, tell me, in that visualization, with you standing there, you are valuable. And who is defining who? Who is making who? You saw that. That's you. Running low or flying high. It's up to you what you do.